Welcome to our true nature, and I'm so excited about this episode because we're recording this on World Environment Day, and on Saturday we're celebrating World Oceans Day, and it's the Environment Month in the Philippines. And at the same time, today is what? No, I mean this month is Pride Month, so I'm so excited about this show. I've been having dreams of us like having a party today. Uh, but before we introduce our guests, let's play this music. It's year 2006, and you're dancing to this beat. No one ugly allowed. <laughs> I wish you could all see us. Um, all my guests today are um, dancing to that beat, <laughs> and um, I'm a, I'm a little bit nervous again. I think, um, but I'm sure this will be a great episode. Um, and if you haven't heard the earlier podcast episodes. I'm interviewing personalities in the fields of ecological sustainability, natural and cultural heritage conservation, circular economy, and social enterprises in the Philippines. And for this episode, our theme is the LGBT plus of the earth. <laughs> and I'll introduce our guests um, on this episode. Um, And we're excited to know more about their stories and um, what they're about. Uh, first guest is a friend of mine from high school, best friend in fact. And hi, <laughs> 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 she teaches uh, research. She, <laughs> she we she, don't, we don't do labels here, uh, okay. so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> He teaches uh, research on in, in a science in a sorry uh, senior high senior school. high school. Yes. And I. In the past, we've also uh, we've done a comedy group called Three Little Birds, mm -hmm. and I miss that doing stand up and improv. Uh -huh. So and and we 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 get we go way back to high school. So this is Iriel Rolio. Hi everyone! <laughs> oh my god, I'm really excited today. When <laughs> Dave called me last Sunday, I was showbiz lang. You're really showbiz. <laughs> really, I mean, like when you called me last Sunday, I thought it was just. The thing that we will be doing after this, but when you said that I'll be guessing in a podcast, I was so thrilled, and I, I was thinking, okay, so how should I really present myself? I can't place your accent. Where are you from? Oh, I, well, <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this, and since because this is LGBTQ plus of the earth, let me add it. Can <laughs> we have it? LGBTQ plus of the earth and the universe. Okay, so I'm really excited. Yes, so Dave is my best friend. We've been so close since we were in high school. You're already telling our story. Okay, okay, okay. So you said you're going to introduce myself. So I'm. my name is Ian, and just like what Dave told me, I told everyone I am an educator and a researcher, and I teach in high school. And yeah, I'm not ugly. 
Okay. <laughs> no one ugly allowed. Yeah, because no one ugly allowed in this podcast. Okay. <laughs> And um, our next guest for this episode is a young uh, leader. I always see him in environmental um, yeah, protests about environmental issues. Um, he always uh, um, goes on media to talk about his advocacy. He's he is a senior high school student, so very young. Um, and uh, I think a part, he's a uh, part and convener of Youth for Climate Hope in Bacolod City. Josh, say hi. Hi, that sounds so very serious. <laughs> <laughs> so, hello everyone. Uh, first of all, happy World Environment Day. And of course, Woo! happy Pride Month to all yeah. uh, LGBT and of course, all the allies uh, around the world. Or the universe, rather. <laughs> yeah, quoting Miss Pia Wurzbach. So, I'm Joshua Villalobos, 17 years old. So, currently... Uh, A uh, senior high school student uh, taking up humes. Are you a pageant queen? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a supporter in the right side of the stage. <laughs> wow. Okay, our third guest for today is all the is is from all the way from the Maguete, and uh, the Maguete city is in the south of Negros. She's a marine biologist and uh, very passionate about marine conservation. So, hello, Lucille. <laughs> Hi everyone, uh, my name is Lucille. I'm a marine biology student, a master's marine biology student in Suleiman. And yeah, uh, it's great It's great being here. I love the ocean and I've always been an ally. It's my first, it's my first Pride Month uh, ever since I came out. I just came out like a few months ago. What? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome! Thank you, home. Lucille. Okay, so you've introduced yourself, but I want to know what your nature symbol is. It's anything in nature, like an animal or a plant or even an inanimate object that represents who you are and what you stand for. Miss Universe question. Oh my God, that's really very challenging. Okay, I'll I'll give the the mic first to Josh because I have to think it. I have to think about it first. Okay, you may have to start with I believe. <laughs> so thank you for the wonderful question. <laughs> so I believe I'm a seahorse. <laughs> no, I just want to be a horse, but I want to be in the ocean, so a seahorse. <laughs> okay, and about what about you, Lucille? Um, I think my my nature symbol. I think it's a I think it's a wave, a wave because my life is always going up and down, negative, positive. But you know, I just keep on coming. <laughs> What? <laughs> okay. Well, for me, I, I'm not really sure, but I think I'm a moss. <laughs> yeah, because what's a moss? A moss is like a plant-like thing is that grows. I think it's algae. It's yeah, algae. yeah, yeah. It's a moss. Mm. I think I'm a moss because I could just, you know, blossom and grow <laughs> in a very low maintenance environment and very adaptable. And it makes the earth look green and beautiful. So <laughs> that beats all our our answers. <laughs> I thank you. <laughs> Okay, so tell us, tell us what you're about, and uh, I mean, what you're passionate about. Tell us more about yourself. What are the things that um, people know about you, and what you're interested in, Lucille? Um, 
I guess I- I'm passionate about making people realize that we only live in one world and we're jeopardizing it. And I think ever since I was a kid, I've always been so close to the to the sea, to the ocean, to nature. Even if I if I was born and raised in Manila, but coming coming to Dumaguete, every like I've I've been there for six years already, and it's just my my passion for nature has o- only grown so much uh, so much more more over the years. And yeah, um, now that I'm out as bisexual, I I've always been an ally. But, but now being in the in the in the actual community, I think it's I think um, my my thoughts about the LGBT community has more purpose to it. So, yeah, I'm I'm that dagat girl, and I'm that bisexual girl just trying to make a difference in the world. Wow, <laughs> thank you, Lucio. Wow, very serious, but <laughs> it's really heartwarming. <laughs> Very relatable. Yeah, nice one, Lucille. How about you, Ariel? Okay, so what I'm passionate about, um, I'm really passionate about being true to oneself. You know, I always encourage all of my students, even my friends, to be really who, what you think you are and to be who you really want to be. I mean, it's it's not just only about identity. It's about um, embracing what you love to do. It's it's doing the things that you're really passionate about. I I really advocate on that. And being an educator, I also uh, am passionate about research. I mean, I this is the thing now, and this is what makes the world change. We we do research. We we are inquisitive about the things around us and we find ways on how we can find solution to problems and improve our lives. And uh, this, this strategy and this action or this method opens a lot of doors, not just only for science, but also for conservation and for our environment. And um, yeah, I think that's it. Be true to yourself and explore the world. Um, be out there have an inquisitive mind, and just be fabulous all the time. That's so inspiring to hear from a teacher. I mean, I, I wish everyone had a teacher like you, Ariel or Ian. Um, Josh. So Josh is, uh, again, as I've said, still in senior high school. Um, what, are you, what are you passionate about, Josh? Well, I'm passionate about fighting big corporations, <laughs> killing our environment. Just kidding. So... Uh, <laughs> But it's somehow true. <laughs> so I'm really passionate about the environment, um, human rights, because we all know that living in a uh, balanced ecology and environment is a basic human right. No one should be uh, deprived of it. And everyone should uh, have an access to clean air, to clean water that is not capitalized, is not being capitalized. So I'm really passionate about uh, fighting for the marginalized sector since uh, w- we are one of the marginalized sector and one of the uh, somehow... Um, small like somehow um um silent before a community so i'm really passionate about fighting for uh, uh marginalized people in a society so i'm i'm really into activism I, as you have said um, i'm always seen in the streets <laughs> uh, carrying my banners my um my placards so um if i've given us i've been given a second life i would spend it the same way nice 
Okay, well, I was just like, I'm sorry. I, I can't I can't remember what I did when I was 17, actually. You cannot remember? I can't remember exactly. And uh, hearing this well, from Well, I remember Josh, what you were doing at 17. Oh, my God. In the dorm. <laughs> oh, okay. That, that, that was really amazing, Josh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Well, I, I got to tell you something about these three. They've been involved in the Hugan Islands Environmental Education Program, or DEEP. They were leaders in camp, and they also helped us in our scientific research. Um, and th- this is such an amazing opportunity to gather youth uh, here. Thank you for your time. Uh, I'd like to know if you're being who you are, you know, identifying as um, part of LGBT, does that define what your path in life is? Or is it defining what you're doing in life? Everyone's <laughs> okay. Um, well, I just like Lucille, I've I've came out a little quite late in 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 my early twenties. Actually I was twenty one at that time. And I told that's myself late, huh? that's that's kinda late now because some would actually come out the moment they were born, you know? <laughs> they made that split and death drop upon coming out of the vagina, but you know, I had to collect myself and really decide who I want to be and I think I think at that moment when I decided to embrace my identity as who I am really it made me think of what I really want it's like I don't have any inhibitions of the things that I want to do in the future so it's not really who defining who you are it's more like pursuing what you really wanted to do because there's no there's no annoyance there's no there's no holding you back and then you're comfortable with what you do you are not very conscious about what other people think of you and what you fight for because you are so at peace with yourself that you can just do anything do you think you're special because of um who you are i think i'm not special i'm normal just like anybody else nice uh josh Maybe it don't define me, but it's really a big part of me. So it is a big part of me and what I would want to do in the future. But um, as what I have said before, we are a member of somehow a marginalized community. So we don't get our rights yet, the full of our rights in the in the Philippines uh, specifically. And um, a lot of members of the LGBT community around the world is um, being abused. Some of them are being killed, uh, for example... Um, the transgenders in the U.S. So um, maybe it's a big part of me. So to stand up for what I believe and to stand up for the community I belong and to stand up for like marginalized sectors. Um, for me, it hasn't really defined me, but it surely made a big influence on how I thought about myself and other people. Uh, it's restrained me from having that one-track mind that people are this, mm. people are that. Um, even if, like, even if, um, I wasn't out in my early years and being, uh, being a person who grew up in the, in the church, like, LGBT, that culture, the people around me has really influenced me to really just respect other people, no matter what their differences are. And as long as we're not hurting ourselves or hurting each other, well, there shouldn't be a problem. Let's take a break and listen to this classic. It doesn't classic. matter if you love him or capital H-I-M. I am. 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 I am
So Lucille talked about respect and acceptance. When you were growing up, I wanted to know from the three of you, how was it? How were you? So you talked about, talked a little bit about what age or how old you, uh, when you came out. Um, for Lucille, it was actually quite late. It was just recent. And how old are you? I'm 23. She's 23. Um, I really, you came out... 21, 21. I think. 20 or 21. And Josh, are... I was born doing splits. <laughs> <laughs> you're the one. You're Actually, the one. Josh is the one that I was referring to a while ago. <laughs> where some people, when they were just born, they knew from the very start. Yeah, today today I've read on, on social media that the there's a bill, the Sogi bill, bill. Um, sexual orientation, gender identity, and expression bill uh, kind of failed in Congress mm-hmm. and maybe even the Senate. Mm-hmm. Do you feel you're discriminated with, uh, when you were growing up or even up to now? Um, for me, since I came out recently, the discrimination wasn't really there because for me, like people just perceived me as this normal straight girl who likes guys and, uh, you know, just doing quote-unquote normal things. So the discrimination came when I when I told myself that it's it's okay to be bisexual. It's okay to, um, to admit to yourself and to admit to others that you're this way. So the discrimination came very subtly um, from... Mostly from immediate um, family, mm-hmm. but I guess that's I guess that's normal. Mm-hmm. But it 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 hasn't really um, it hasn't really shaken me. I because I expected it already, like from all of the stories from my friends. Um, when I was a kid, of course I was um ver- verbally bullied. Yeah, like back now, Bayot, because I also lived in Cebu, so I was always called by that. Did it hurt you? Um, Maybe before it hurts, but on that time, it was kind of normal because everyone, everyone is uh, effeminate, is uh, being bullied. So it's kind of normal, and um, I really think that I was in a accepting family because I was um, I was acting like this in my in our home, so there's really new to them, so I didn't need to... I re- I don't pretend. need to pretend and mm-hmm. I don't need to tell it to them that I'm gay because I'm acting this way to the house and maybe they knew it already. So I'm I'm very lucky. I feel very lucky because uh, most of the members of the LGBT community, especially those are those kids, like for example, ages seven to eight or seven to ten, are really uh, beaten by their parents to be straight. So I'm really happy that I didn't um, experience that and I, that my parents were so accepting of me. I grew up with Iril and I, I, we, we grew up together. And um, 
you know, we didn't talk about sexuality at the time, but you came out eventually, mm-hmm. and now you have a profession mm-hmm. that, um, you know, are you concerned about people finding out that you're who, who you are? Okay, so in terms of your like your job, right, right. Actually, that that would be more. I think at my age, discrimination would actually be a big deal when it comes to your job or your profession. Because, like for example, if the the company that you're applying for will not hire you because you're gay, then that's a time you'll feel discriminated. But growing up, it was not really a big issue. I mean, like for example, if these straight bully guys would call me names. I would really not make a big deal out of it, but wh- the the discrimination I felt was happened in 2011. And just to share a little bit about that year, I was involved in a criminal ordeal, and um, during the time, the court decided that it was not murder because. Wait, 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 wait! Clarify: Are you were you? Accused of murder? Okay, sorry. No, I was not accused of murder. I'm actually the victim on of, that particular. Of murder? No. <laughs> okay. Supposedly murder, but if I was murdered, perhaps I'm not be talking here with you guys. But what I mean is, it was to be murder. But then the court um decided that it it is it it was lowered down to homicide because there was an intent that I actually brought the 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 suspects into my home or something like that. So I was like thinking, okay. Then that's the time that I was having the second thoughts. Am I discriminated because of this? Just because I invited these guys into my home and something happened and all this kind of stuff. Um, it's actually not murder anymore. Are, something like that. Are you to blame? Something like that, somehow, right? somehow, I felt I felt that I was blamed because of what happened to me, and I think that was one of the biggest discrimination I felt because I think I was um, unfairly judged, and the, the 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 process was was not quite um, fair for for me. And after that, when everything was okay, and then I I brought myself back into my normal self again. What's I tried applying for a job. Normal, though, right? I, normal is uh, <laughs> normal is doing splits. <laughs> but if you can't do that, it's it's not a normal thing. But on a serious note, when I applied for a job, I was actually on. T- I I topped the exams. You I aced. The exam. I. Although it rarely happens because I like being in the bottom most of the time. But anyway, I topped the exams and I aced the interview. But unfortunately, I was not hired. And then when I asked my friend the reason why, they checked on my background and then they saw what happened to me in 2011. Because it was in the news. Right. It was in the news. It was in the news. And I really feel bad. That was... I never felt so discriminated in my life that time. And you think I think that was a hate crime though, like what happened to you? Probably it was a hate crime. I think it's a hate crime and at the same time, it is um an an opportunity for these people to take advantage of us because of our vulnerabilities. And I think that's that's one thing that should stop. One thing that should stop. That's crazy. Lucille, do you think it's it's uh, easier for a girl and also for a bisexual to be to be more accepted nowadays? Oh, for sure. I mean, no offense to to people who identify as gay or like to to the guys out there, but the stigma is that a girl with a girl is hot, a guy with a guy is not. Yeah. Oh my God, yes, totally agree. 
Like I, I just wanted to ask. I just wanted to ask something to Lucille. I just wanted to add when um, two girls are making out, it's it's actually perceived as something hot. But when yeah. two guys make out, it's something disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. So I double it's, standards. It's, influ- it's influenced by strongly by the by the pornographic in- industry mm-hmm. because it's very male directed, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a male fantasy. Mm-hmm. And a lot of my friends who identify as lesbians or bisexual said that's not even that's a girl on girl in, in porn doesn't that's not how that's not how they have sex that's just like a male fantasy. Uh, so how do two women do it? Uh, next question, please. <laughs> <laughs> so part of the discussion now in social media is same-sex marriage or having the right to be in a, uh, in a union, a legal union, with the same sex. Uh, are you for or against uh, gay marriage? I think it's a betrayal to the community to say no. <laughs> so I'm really for same-sex marriage. It's a, it's a right. It's a, you know, I would like to quote um, a supposed-to-be Senator Jokno. So he said, uh, love cannot be legislated. So you cannot legislate that um, this man and this man cannot marry each other. But that's uh, no, no. That's uh, there, there are people in our commu- in the LGBTQ mm. plus community that um, don't agree for yeah. legalizing uh, marriages between the same sex. I think what I wanted to put light, I want to put light on that matter because most people, I mean, what appears in social media is that marriage as a religious ceremony. Yeah, yeah. So the Catholic Church and even some of the churches are really against it. But what the LGBTQ is really fighting for is civil union. But, and that's really a different thing. What do you think about that statement that if it becomes normal, like if, it, if you're allowed, if gay people yeah. are allowed to marry, then children will see that as being okay and they become gay or they can become gay. Do you think that's a fair statement? But the but the thing is, what is normal? What is normal? Uh is there actually a definition for normal? If 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 a union is only supposed to be man and woman, um that's it's normalized because it's done for a long time. It's because the LGBTQ pr- uh, community has been repressed for a long time. And the um if 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 the civil union between the lgbt uh to lgbtq um community is passed and children and children are educated about it properly saying that it's uh, there's no negative connotation on it then who's to say that they won't really accept it who's to, who's to say that it's not normal What's really sensitive, yes, I would agree to Lucille as well. What's really sensitive here, I think, is the concept of family, how we perceive family. That's why it's, 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 it's taken as a threat. Like the, the, the sanctity of family will not be the same as it is today. But if you would really go deep into the definition of family, family is not defined by having a mother, a father, and a children. Like I can, I can have a family on my own if I just have my my nephew or my niece with me and he and and she considered me as as her dad that's the family so i think uh it's a very complex 
uh, situation is a very complex phenomenon that that we need to start educating the people now of everything. We have to open our minds with with a lot of things because when we open our minds with a lot of things, it makes us more understanding, and with understanding comes acceptability or acceptance. And especially with a spectrum of ide- gender identities, like there are. People who are born male who identify as female, for mm-hmm. example. So this is one misconception that we always see that g- all gay guys want to be uh, female or ha- want to have the female mm-hmm. genitalia. And so I, I guess you're, what you're trying to say is <clears throat> that um, – what are we trying to say? Show <laughs> 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 me family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what happened there? Um, fa- uh, family. Is being def- is actually the reason as well that they, yeah. they oppose gay marriage because they feel like the the family structure is going mm-hmm. to be threatened. But okay, um, there's this because I I remember um, in the last week I saw somebody in the environmental movement, somebody that I know, who actually posted um, because there was a poll right in the mm-hmm. Congress website if they they were in favor. So she made it a point to actually post about her opinion and say. Um, I, d- I don't think it's right for gay people to get married. And I was disappointed because we're in the same movement and I'm like, oh gosh. But then I'm also thinking, am I not being accepting of this person's mm-hmm. views? Josh, what do you think about that? Like, what is that the same? Like, if you're not accepting their opinion of you not being uh, given full rights mm-hmm. the same as them, are you not, are you now the discriminating one? Nang, yes, I, I also I also think of that that maybe I'm just accepting diverse ideas or accepting an opposing idea for me. But um, somehow it's like you're oppressing my right. It's I I come I, I come to it in a personal note that um th- this person even he knows me. I don't want to have the same right as the, as she have. So I really are you threatening their rights though to. For for straight couples to get married, are you threatening the right? No, to of marry? course. So maybe we should understand that uh, the right is not a uh, pizza. That if uh, the gay community can can have another one, so it will be a lesser for the straight people. So maybe we should accept that uh, rights are unlimited. So also, <laughs> so. Manginasal. Yeah, but also there comes responsibility after it. So I'm. In the same-sex marriage issue, I'm taking it personally that if you are against it, you're against to you're against to me having my rights equal equal as yours. Are you thinking about marrying your girlfriend, Lucio? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> okay, did I just put you on the spot? girlfriend is listening? No, no, okay, 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 I told it. I told her to listen. <laughs> oh gosh. Um. Okay. No, no, no. It doesn't matter who that person is. But would you actually marry somebody of the same sex? Of course I will. I mean, because... Um, shout out to my girlfriend. Hi, Dana. I love you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, uh, I, told, I, told, I told her before that I fell for you. Sorry. I fell for you because I saw your kindness. I saw your heart. And I saw that you love me. And not because of what's down there. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, going... Really? Yeah, <laughs> come on. Yeah, just, love yeah. is love, man. Yeah. Uh-uh. And uh, adding some opinions to uh, to Josh, I think if I do have a friend who's opposed to my stand in uh, in legalizing same sex uh, same sex union, I think 
um, I'm gonna approach it as how we deal with other opinions. Mm-hmm. It's like, yes, I respect your opinion, but I don't need to accept it. So just like other opinions, like you have your opinions, I have my opinions, but if you're going to tell me your opinions, please base it on on respectful respectful um terms. I think saying once that they don't agree is okay, but imposing it to you that's very offensive. And please be kind. Right. 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 Um I've also read about bisexuals being discriminated by gay and lesbians. Like they would be talking about, hey, make up your mind. Are you just being promiscuous? How do you respond to that? <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I've I've heard I've heard of some news that bisexuality is also d- being discriminated in our own community. And some people don't think it's real. But if bisexuality is re- is not real, why do we have additional letters in our community? If you're denying if you're denying um bisexuality or any kind of um of uh identity then what does the, our, our community stand for? And let me just add, the, the bisexuality on among females and males are perceived different, differently. Like for males, they would say, I'm bisexual, so that they would appear more masculine than saying, I'm gay. Yeah. But, but for the record, girl, you never <laughs> kissed or kai-kai with any girl <laughs> or, or woman. Say, You're just telling everybody that you're bisexual. They, they say, but you hate pussies. They, they, Hello? They, they, <laughs> maybe the... They, they, they say bye now, gay later. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the confusion with the LGBT community is that uh, even though we, we don't understand the soji thing, that sexual, uh, the gender identity and expression is different, so doesn't mean that you're masculine, you're bisexual. Doesn't mean you're uh, effeminate, uh, you are uh, gay. And doesn't mean that you're performing in drag, that you're transgendered. Yeah. Am I right? Right. And just imagine Brooklyn and Vanjie. Of course, there should be someone who's going (laughs) down there. I'm segueing now to Drag Race. Right? Okay, okay. Before we segue, this is the music that I'd like to play for our break. Yeah. Pick myself up. Turn the world on its head. Don't forget what Hey, Mama Roo. Did you agree with the results from yeah. the last season? She... I have my opinions. I don't. I don't necessarily say it's wrong. <laughs> what? We res- we respect it, but we don't accept it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's fine by me. Okay, let's talk about one last thing before we go to a section that I call "On Top of Your Head." Uh, one last question. What do you think is the most important issue in the community? Like, what is the m- most crucial thing that we need to work together to um, find solutions for? I think it's proper education. Because respect and acceptance and open-mindedness can come after somebody has been properly educated. And with proper education, it means that um, here, are, here are the opinions, here are the facts. It's, you can decide what your stand is afterwards. But I think it's, it's super important 
that we educate people that this is this is not uh, normal versus abnormal. This is just another way of life that we haven't um, been educated about yet. So for me, maybe uh, that's a very uh, I agree with that the same. But maybe to go into specific, we should really educate everyone in the community um, about uh, SOGI and uh, the HIV and AIDS. So I'm really sad because inside the community, we are we have discrimination too. Like, for example, I was in a Facebook group with uh, bisexual, as they call themselves, but maybe most of them are gays. So I'm sorry, I, I should have not outed Said everyone, <laughs> <laughs> anyone. So... Um, there's a discrimination with having HIV, so I, I really think that it's very wrong because we should be the safe haven of the LGBT community who have HIV, who have AIDS, but um, we, we do it the wrong way and we discriminate them, we laugh at them, so it's, um, it's very unfortunate. Or despise them. Yeah, it's very them. unfortunate for a community who is... Um, because what, what, that's what our common enemy, the HIV because it's very rampant in the community but, but it's also not just the LGBT yeah, people yeah, that I have agree, HIV yeah, yeah, there are people living with HIV no matter yeah. their sexual orientation yes, amen. I, I really do believe that um, uh, HIV awareness is also something that we really need to actually that's what I wanted to point out because aside from being an educator I'm also a nurse and it really is a very close to my heart thing about HIV because I've I've been into um, learning about about it and how it affects the lives of people. I even have friends who are inflicted with that. And I really wanted to advocate that uh, the HIV awareness is not just only a thing about the, the gay and the LGBT community. It's, it's actually a society issue. It's an issue because um, there is not acceptance there is tolerance and there are legislations that don't allow us or are i mean it's 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 a carousel or it's uh it's a it's um it's a circus of everything so we begin with love i think love is the root of everything we have to love each other because when you love each other you'll be more accepting and we'll be more accepting we could make laws out of it and if there are laws we could make this world a better place and because of that <laughs> This is for you. I really specifically for name me. That tune. Name that tune. Okay. Oh my God, share yes. I believe, Mama Roo. <laughs> Woo. Where's the tequila that you sneaked in, Lucio? <laughs> okay. <laughs> we are now going on top of your head, meaning just very quick questions and answers. What's the theme song of your life? Oh my God, it's so hard. Um, later, I'll think about it first. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> All in this love by the Beatles. Ah. Uh... War this way? I can't think of anything else, sorry. Okay, war on drugs, for or against? Super against. War on drugs, yes, but Duterte's war on the poor, very no. Against. 
unisex restrooms? With reservations. Four. Four. Legalization of marijuana for medical use. Four. Four. Super four. <laughs> Legalization of marijuana. Don't get me wrong. Wait, 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 wait. Legalization of marijuana for recreational use. As long as people are careful. Yes. Um, I don't know a lot about it. Okay, I think with reservation, but very less reservations. <laughs> Coal-fired power plants. Against. You can see me on the streets. Against. Super against. Geothermal power plants. Four. Against. Uh, with reservations. Totally banning plastic bags. With reservations because we can't do that kaagad. Four. Yes, four as well. Sending our military to stand against China at the West Philippine Sea. I think if they're with unicorns and dragons, <laughs> yes. What, what, what? Unicorns and dragons. What does it mean? As long as our, our military <laughs> are with unicorns that's and dragons. That's, that's right. That's why. So you don't, you don't agree. Oh, yeah. Okay. Maybe as the last resort. Yeah, I agree with them. Last resort. Learning Mandarin in the same way we learn English in school. Against. Against. Why? Okay. There's a reason why I put it on on the questions, you know. But um, yeah. Why not? Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, thank you very much for your time, Iriel, Josh, and Yay. Lucille. Thank you very much for your time. Um, do you have any message for anyone who's listening to this podcast? Okay, I would like to greet. My Negris Occidental <laughs> High School family <laughs> to my senior high school family. Hi. I hope you find fun listening to this podcast and follow our true nature on Spotify. Showbiz the girl. So um happy Pride Month again, everyone. So in light of the Pride Month, I would like you I would like to invite you all to um at least uh, take a look on Martha. Uh, Mar- Marsha Johnson and Sylvia Rivera, they are the two the two activists led the gay liberation movement in the 1960s. So I uh, just like we learn about Rizal and Andres Bonifacio, we should learn about these heroes too. Um, shout out to my friends Alia, Alia, Andy, Kyra, and Gabby, who who I first came out to, and uh, yeah, to my girlfriend. I'll see you next week. <laughs> I need to pee. <laughs> I leave you with this song. Thank you very much for listening. If you have any comments or suggestions or questions, um, we'd like to hear that on social media. Um, I'll leave this song for you. Iril's favorite song. If you love him. Wait, or is that the second H- time you're playing this song? Yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Just put your paws up. Because you were born this way, baby. Okay, I really have to go now. I need to be.